That's right, it's week two, and I'm jipping you guys yet again. I do not care. That's how busy I've been. Like a chicken with his head cut off. Running around, trying to tr- trying to do the impossible. Last week was super nuts because it was two doubles in a row. That was um, that was insanity. I never want to work two doubles in a row again, and I'm I'm very sorry to my wife, whom I'm I'm not doing two this week. I'm just doing one tomorrow, and that's it. I'm reaping the benefits of being scheduled eight to four and having the weekends off. That's just how it's going to flow. That's just how it's going to flow this week. If she don't like it, uh, it was a holiday on Monday. It wasn't uh, double pay, but it was like time and a half. And I, I don't even know why I'm speaking in a bloody accent. This is what we liberated ourselves from. So, so yeah. So it was Independence Day yesterday. And I love Independence Day. I'm I'm a proud American type. Very proud American type. If I may if I may on a serious note, uh I am I consider myself a very patriotic person. I do love my country. Do I love everything that my country does? No. Do I love everything going on in my country right now? No. Do I love every politician in this country? Oh, hell no. That is... There's a lot that needs to change around here, but at the end of the day, when I see the Stars and Stripes, when I, you know, read up on history, love Revolutionary War, love uh, a lot of our father... our, Our father figures. Our founding fathers from that time period. Uh, love a lot of the pol- political knowledge and, and the discourse and how everything fell into place. It's To me, it's a truly inspirational story. For real. So before I dive into anything else, uh, I have my little pocket constitution declaration of independence from the Cato Institute. And I'd just like to read you a quick, quick excerpt from the Declaration of Independence. Real quick, real briefly, if you will. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now that always strikes me, the the bit about we hold these truths to be self-evident. It's actually, as I said, I was retooling the intro to the show, so next week when we're back to normal, that's probably how it's going to open. It's going to open with somebody reading these truths. We hold these truths to be self-evident and those truths. So, how was my Independence Day? Uh, Had some friends from work over. Jay Sean, you may remember, and his wonderful fiance, whom I just call Luther. Not because she's evil or anything. It's, It's not because she's evil. But it's an inside joke, and you wouldn't get it. You're undeserving of even knowing why it's such an inside joke, but I got to stop by the family. Got to stop by my mom, see the family, see good family friends uh, before it tapered off back to my house uh, with my buddy from work, his fiance. 
Uh, we were going to do a cookout. We still kind of did a cookout. It was pouring down rain, uh, and they canceled fireworks and all that shit, but we still made it work. So that was fun. That was fun. Now, of course, it's bright and sunny outside. Thanks, Mother Nature. Thanks, Mother Nature. Perfect freaking timing. But, again, still fun. Still fun. And that's... Uh, sidebar, that's kind of depressing. I haven't seen fireworks in, like, forever. So... <laughs> it kind of sucked. Not seeing fireworks. I'll see them eventually, I know. I'll get this planned out, but... Before the, before the FTO thing even got uh, switching up my weeks, so it was going to be a day off for me. So, you know, I was looking forward to that. And then they were like, oh, you're working, but you'll still have the evening off. So it was a mixed bag. But it is what it is. I can't help that. I'm, it's, it's what is today? Tuesday? It's Tuesday. I have uh, three more days to get through with this uh, class and this FTO, which I love doing anyway. If I ever sound like I'm complaining about it, just just slap me because... It's it's a nice job. It's fun. It's informative. It teaches them something. It teaches me something. Gives me something different to do, and I love it. And it switches up my it switches up my schedule, and it's awesome. Okay, it's awesome. So if I ever complain about it, just tell me to be a little more humble. Just just be a little more humble. That being said, sorry for the pauses for drinking water. I only need it to live and all that. What has happened in this past week? It's been like a crazy jumble of things that have happened. Uh, Looking at, first off, Hillary Clinton. Uh, I don't know if you heard the news, but apparently today, this very day, the FBI released this statement. Now, I would implore you to go... Online to your preferred news source website, wherever it is. For me, that's The Hill, for this case. The remarks are from FBI Director James Comey. Uh, I'm skipping towards the end here, so we'll pick up what his suggestions to the Department of Justice are. We'll start there. Quote, So, that's what we found. Finally, with respect to our recommendation to the Department of Justice... In our system, the prosecution makes the decision about whether charges are appropriate based on evidence the FBI has helped collect. Although we don't normally make public our recommendation to our recommendations to the prosecutors, we frequently make recommendations and engage in productive conversations with prosecutors about what resolution may be appropriate given the evidence. In this case, given the importance of the matter, I think unusual transparency is in order. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. Prosecutors necessarily weigh a number of factors before bringing charges. There are obvious considerations, like the strength of the evidence, especially regarding intent. Responsible decisions also consider the context of a person's actions and how similar situations have been handled in the past. In looking at our and looking back at our investigation into mishandling or removal of classified information, We cannot find a case that would support bringing criminal charges on these facts. 
All these cases prosecuted involve some combination of the following. Clearly intentional and willful mishandling of all of classified information uh, or vast quantities of materials exposed in such a way as to support an interference of international misconduct or indications of disloyalty to the United States or efforts to obstruct justice. We do not see these things here. To be clear, this is not to suggest that in similar circumstances a person who engaged in this activity would face no consequences. To the contrary, those individuals are often subject to security or administrative sanctions. But that is not what we are deciding now. As a result, although the Department of Justice makes final decisions on matters like this, matters, sorry, we are expressing to justice our view that no charges are appropriate in this case. End quote. I'm not going to read all the endless pages. It was earlier, I believe earlier this week, or at the end of last week, the FBI sat down and interviewed Secretary of State, presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. This is their findings of all their investigation this whole long time, over 30,000 or more emails. And there's some baffling things in there because they... They say, oh, this, this isn't to say that other people wouldn't uh, face some kind of sanction, scrutiny, other things. Uh, in other cases, in fact, people have faced this. But in this case, it's Hillary Clinton, and we drop. We, we, we don't have any charges. We're not going to fi- find any charges. We're not going to recommend any charges because this is Hillary Clinton. That's how I feel anyway. That's how I feel it read. If you'll notice, if you go back and look over all my podcast episodes, I don't really talk about Hillary Clinton's email thing at all. And you know why I don't? Plain and simple, I figured nothing would come of this at all. And much to people's disbelief, much to their, uh, contrary to their popular opinion, contrary to what they thought was going to happen, it didn't happen. She didn't get charged. Uh, one of the guys that I listened to, Buck Sexton, he's a former CIA intelligence officer, former NYPD intelligence analyst. He said this. He said this whole live long time. Oh no, nothing's gonna happen. And don't hold your breath. Do not hold your breath. Now, th- this doesn't really this doesn't really mean anything. This just means that the FBI said, hey, we looked at it. We're not recommending charges. Is what it is. Get over it. Now, politically speaking, you're going to have two groups of people. You're going to have the diehard Hillarys who are going to say, well, it's over. It's done. It's been decided. Why are we even talking about this anymore? It's a thing of the past. doesn't need to be talked about now anymore. It, it's behind us. Well, this is no clean slate. This is no, this is no like wiping of anything. Other than the FBI saying, "Eh, we're not, uh, we're not pursuing this. We're not making any recommendations." So you have that group, and then you have the group that's this system's corrupt. Everything's going to hell in a handbasket. This is a disgraceful day on the face of the planet. And really, it's just, it's just another freaking day, people. It's just another freaking day. Is anybody surprised, really, that she didn't catch charges? That the FBI isn't recommending charges. Is anybody really surprised by it? No. It was media draw out. 
it was, much like anything else that constantly gets looked at by the media, a selling point. That's that's the long and the short of it. I think Hillary Clinton made some very dumb decisions. Very bad management of her system. But guess what other people have too? And yes, people are going to bring up th- uh, things like General Petraeus and how he got crucified. People can bring up other cases of secretaries of state who did the same thing and got nothing thrown at them as well. There's a whole lot of different angles we can go on here, and I just can I I just do not care. I do not care. If we want to beat Hillary Clinton, first off, if you're a Republican and behind Donald Trump, you're already on a losing bandwagon, my friend. You are just as delusional as you thought Hillary Clinton would catch charges is delusional. That's how that's how out of sync you are. Because ever since Donald Trump became the nominee, there has been nothing, and I mean nothing, not one goddamn bit of substance. It has just been doom and gloom drug out. It's like, it literally is like everybody pushed for this to happen, and now everybody's saying, how did we get here? I don't understand how we got here in the first place. How... How did we end up here? And ladies and gentlemen, I I'm left asking you, how did we come here? How did we how did we end up here? Donald J. Trump, douchebag extraordinaire, and Hillary Clinton. My God, those are terrible options. I would be hard-pressed to find worse ones. So, of course, I'm forced, as always, to turn to Rand Paul, the only person that makes me feel like there's sanity in politics. His series of tweets today. Quote, Today the FBI announced at Hillary Clinton violated classified procedures and recklessly endangered national security over 100 times. This weekend, we learned former President Clinton met with the Obama administration attorney general, the FBI director's boss, in private. Three days later, the FBI director announces no charges are being brought against Hillary Clinton. The FBI then announced she would face no charges. This is an outrage, and the rule of law has been turned upside down. The appearance is terrible. The decision is astounding. People have gone to jail for less severe classified breaches in national security. Today, Comey and Obama's DOJ made it clear to the American people there's no accountability, no justice, and the Clintons live by different rules. This is a loss for the rule of law and further degrades Americans' faith in the justice system. That's a lot to take in from Rand Paul, I'm sure. But... You have to admit, his series of tweets reads a lot better than Donald Trump's. The system is rigged! General Petraeus got in trouble for far less. Very, very unfair. As usual, bad judgment. Bad. Okay, I threw in the second bad because Donald Trump usually ends his tweets with like one word in all caps. Bad. Sad. Disgrace. That's Donald Trump for you. Let's make a bunch of statements and just end it with sad. 
And I do have to actually, like, step back, be a little unbiased here. You might think that I'm just completely biased, but I'm telling you, I hate Donald Trump, and I don't want to defend him, ever, 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 ever. I think I've done a good job of not doing it, but every once in a while, you people make me stand up and do it, and it disgusts me. I'm not doing it this time, not doing this time. Talk about Rand Paul. Uh, what Rand Paul said, especially like, yeah, Loretta Lynch having a a, a, a run in with uh, Bill Clinton. Oh, hey, how you doing? Hey, uh, Loretta, come over here. Let me uh, let me talk to you a little bit about. Uh, let me let me tell you a little bit about what it means to be a Clinton. Okay. I did not inhale. I did not have sexual relations with that woman and Hillary did not know she was sending classified material. Regardless, I'm not one for conspiracy theories and other stuff. I'm I'm not I'm not down for conspiracy theories and those kind of angles, but the fact that they had a meeting and then Loretta Loretta Lynch was like, "Well, I'll go off of whatever the FBI recommendation is." And I understand people might uh might think that there's fishy business going on. She said almost exactly some line like that. And the fact that she did, I mean, you you have a run-in with Bill Clinton. Hillary Clinton is getting investigated by the FBI. Like, they're going to interview her, and then they're going to make a suggestion to the, the department that you head up. You're the attorney general. Sorry. You got to be a little more professional and then say, Hey, Billy, I can't talk to you right now. Maybe later. Blow them the hell off. Because it doesn't look good for you. And the fact that people will look at it, take it, and run with it right now. Well, whose fault is that? Your fault. All of your fault. All that rambunctiousness, man. I don't want to talk about I don't want to talk about emails, Hillary Clinton, or Donald Trump. So let me switch focus real quick. Talk about Gary Johnson, because he's been popping up on the media again. He did what? He did a CNN town hall with Bill Weld. Uh, God, uh, I think I criticized that last week, but I'm not sure. Um, the highlight of that was he got asked like a seriously tough question by Chris Cuomo. And he sat there and he was like, huh, you want to take a crack at that, Bill? Layman's terms for I don't, I don't, I don't freaking know what they're asking me, dude. Please take this one. You have a blunder like that. You have a blunder like him saying, well, I stopped smoking pot seven, eight weeks ago to clear my mind. I want a I sharp mind against uh, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton when I'm in the debates. Come on, man. Like, the one good thing, they have this new presidential ad out. I think it's like a minute and 30 seconds long, maybe two minutes. And it's him and it's Bill Weld, and they're going back and forth. And, and at the end, they ask, hey, America, are you in? You know, And it was a good, well-put-together little package. I'm still sitting here like I've... It's almost like I've lost inspiration, almost. I, I'm still 100% in Gary Johnson's corner. I want to open this... I want to open up this bitch for third parties and other candidates, the downtrodden... Break it up. Get out of it. Get out of this this duopoly. Oh, fancy word. Duopoly. 
get out of it. Stop it. Stop with it just being Republicans and Democrats. Democrats and Republicans because neither of them fit the bill for me or a lot of people because there are a lot of independent voters. A lot of independent voters that were disenfranchised because they could not vote for me in a primary which has got to change. I'm Bernie Sanders and I'm going to be the next chairman of the Democratic Party. Just you watch. Is that going to work out for Bernie? I don't know because uh, at this point he's... At this point he's still the senile old stupid man who refuses to say that he will quit despite the fact that he can't win now. You can't win, Bernie. You can't do it. You've essentially already said you're going to back Clinton. You're just doing this carry-out, knock-out, drag-out out of formality. And it is sad. It is extremely sad. But I wasn't a Bernie bot. I wasn't a fan of Bernie Sanders. Yes, he seemed genuine. I didn't agree with anything about anything that he said about anything. So for all you Bernie Sanders fans, I'm sorry. Maybe you go at it again next year. Well, not next year. In the next four years. But it's not going to be Bernie because he's going to be like, 142, which is a little old to be running for president. So I thank you for joining me for this Fritz Cast Fritz Forward this week. Next week is going to be normal. So thank you for listening. Like, share, express your thoughts. Hey, I don't care if you agree with me or not. I'm just a rambling young man behind a microphone. All right. Love you all. Love, peace, chicken grease. See you next week.